0: Did you know that Yosemite and the Sierra Nevada Mountains are rich with geological history? Of course you did. But did you know how the Sierra Nevada Mountains formed? I'm sure some of you do, but for the rest of us, we're going to get a short, quick lesson in geology. The Sierra Nevada mountain range was formed millions of years ago and miles underneath the earth's crust when two tectonic plates collided, causing a subduction effect that caused so much friction it heated a massive amount of the rock under the earth's surface in that location, what would be considered the area making up the west coast of the United States. The molten rock, called magma, rose to the earth's surface in its liquid state in magma chambers and formed a huge mass of igneous rock called a batholith. The magma cooled very slowly, forming the hard granite that Yosemite is famous for. The event that took place forming Yosemite's granite occurred over 100 million years ago, but there is still a lot of geologic activity taking place in the Sierra Nevada today, and humans have been enjoying the side effects of that activity for thousands of years. Hello and welcome to Little Yo Pod, the podcast where we bring you stories and features from Yosemite and the Sierra Nevada mountains of California. I'm Laura Jackson, and in today's episode, I'm going to take you on a tour of some of the best places to get your soak on during your next visit to the mountains. Stay with us as we explore the Sierra Nevada hot springs. I have visited many hot springs many times since coming to Yosemite in the early 2000s. My first trip to Mammoth Lakes was in 2005, and my first experience with hot springs was at Hot Creek, back when they still allowed bathing. Hot Creek is no longer open for swimming because of the unpredictability of the heat source. The temperature in Hot Creek can fluctuate quite a bit and sudden bursts of scorching hot bubbles have burned quite a few bottoms over the years, including my own. I was not warned of this danger when I slipped into that inviting creek that day and had to jump up off the sand as a bubble of hot magma heated water surfaced and scorched my scantily clad behind. But not all tubs pose this risk. Many of the hot springs dear Mammoth Lakes are like little dugout pools where the water is piped in. This allows the water to cool off and distribute into the tub. Your experience with eastside hot springs should be a safe and enjoyable one, bearing a few important things in mind. Number one, Many of the hot springs are on dirt roads, and some are well-maintained, while others may require high clearance or four-wheel drive vehicles. Number two, hot springs near Mammoth Lakes have become very popular and are easy to find with Google Maps, so you can expect company when you visit those ones. Number three, the more popular springs are located on open rangeland, so you may be visited by cows, and there will certainly be a lot of evidence of their presence in the area. Number four, don't expect locals to give away their favorite spots. While the popular springs are easy to get to and to find, there are still secluded areas that require a willing guide. Eastsiders are vigilant with protecting their secret places. Number five, clothing is optional and a lot of people prefer to bathe in the nude, so even in the middle of the day and even when children are present, my advice would be don't visit the hot springs if naked bodies of every shape and size and gender make you or your kids a little squeamish. And number six, mobile music nights, the gas station that is uh, off of the 120 and the 395 happen on Thursdays and Sundays in the summertime and are probably best to be avoided if you're not interested in witnessing some unsavory behavior at the hot springs after the music has ended. Now with that in mind, there are many ways to enjoy the east side hot springs, and I'll be listing some of the more user-friendly options as well as the areas I would personally shy away from right after this. Hey, hey everybody! Do you love little Yo Pod? Do you love Yosemite or the eastern Sierra Nevada Mountains? Or me? If so, um, I'm going to ask you again to rate and review this podcast. Now, rating and reviewing really helps to reach a wider audience and um, helps more people find the podcast. So when I ask for ratings and reviewings, I'm not just doing this to, to, be, a, to be a bully <laughs> or anything or to stroke my own ego. I really want this content to get out to as many people as possible, but people will only find it if they know about it. And ratings and reviews really help. If you can write a review, I'm going to make it worth your time. So I had some stickers made that are of the Lil Yo Pod logo. And I'm going to send the first 100 people who write a review for Lil Yo Pod on their podcasting platform a free sticker in the mail. So all you have to do is is rate, review. I'm not telling you to give me a good review. (laughs) Just any review will help. Um, I I mean, I hope that it's good, but uh, it's up to you. So any rating, any review, and then after you do that, go ahead and send me an email at littleyopod at gmail.com with your uh, name and your address. And I promise I won't come stalk you. I'm just going to send you a sticker. (laughs) This is getting weird um i can only do this to people in the united states unfortunately because this is actually coming out of my own pocket um so that's you know the sticker and the cost of postage uh, i'm sorry for my international listeners but this is just two people in the united states so um go ahead and write a review send me an email and expect your sticker in the mail thanks again for listening everybody all right now back to the show So what is a hot spring exactly? The springs in the Sierra Nevada are heated through close interaction with hot or molten rock near the Earth's surface. As the water in the ground is heated, sometimes to boiling, it begins to rise. And as it rises, cool water moves in to fill the gaps that are left behind. This raises the water further up. This is a convection process. And eventually, the hot water springs from a weakness in the Earth's surface, generally along a fault line. The Eastern Sierra is home to an active volcano range near Mono Lake called the Mono Craters. This young range is in the early years of development and is one of the youngest volcanic mountain ranges in the world. The last significant eruption of the Mono Craters was only 700 years ago. And while that may not seem recent, 700 years is just a blip in the geologic timescale. So there is still quite a bit of activity taking place and the Mono Craters are expected to erupt again. But while we wait for that to happen, we get to enjoy the side effects of life in an active volcanic landscape. As I mentioned earlier, these places are no longer a secret, at least not since smartphones were invented. Years ago, you would have had to buy a book to tour the hot springs of the Sierra Nevada like I had to. Today, you can do a simple Google search and follow your GPS straight to some of them. But some places are a bit more inviting than others. Depending on how much seclusion you wish to have and how much you're willing to pay, your hot spring experience options vary. While this is not an exhaustive list, it's a good starting point for first-timers. If you're traveling Highway 395 from the north, you will pass first through Bridgeport. Bridgeport is the access point uh, for Twin Lakes Resort and the Sawtooths, which is a small dynamic mountain range on the eastern Sierra Nevada. Bridgeport also has some of the most expensive gas stations you will find in California, so I would recommend filling up before you get there. No offense, Bridgeport, but it's ridiculous. By the way, you're not likely to find anything reasonable further south, as far as gas prices go until you get to Bishop, so plan accordingly bridgeport is also home to travertine hot springs now i haven't been to this one but according to the book touring california and nevada hot springs travertine consists of a few different tubs for bathing and some of them are dug out of the ground and one um, has been cemented in now this is a so the other ones i'm guessing are just like little mud holes Which is fine. This is a primitive experience and there are no facilities. Um, Most of the hot springs you visit on the east side will be like this one. Uh, So there aren't any like bathrooms or changing rooms or anything like that. So just keep that in mind. What is significant about travertine tubs is that they are very um, visually dynamic. They're very colorful. And that's due to the travertine, uh, the sedimentary rock formations around the pool. This is a very um, picturesque site. As well, this is also a very busy spot, um, and it's on California State Park land. And while there is plenty of free and paid camping around the area, you cannot actually camp at the hot spring itself. And that's probably for the best. It helps keep it, uh, maybe a little bit less dirty. Heading further south, um, now we're heading down toward Bishop from Bridgeport. I'm sorry, to Mammoth Lakes from Bridgeport. Uh, You'll eventually reach the Long Valley Primitive Hot Springs area. Most of the tubs in this area are the result of damming and channeling of the water into decent-sized pools. These pools can seat anywhere from 2 to 20 people at a time, depending on how cozy you want to get. The setting here could not be more pristine. Long Valley is a caldera or a volcanic crater that erupted over 700,000 years ago and offers, so it's in a valley, so it sits down low and it offers just these beautiful, exquisite views of the peaks of the eastern Sierra to the west and the White Mountains to the east. This area has one of the highest concentrations of hot springs in the state, maybe even in the world. There's quite a few out there. Consequently, these are also some of the most popular hot springs and tend to attract a raucous bunch. They're pretty easy to get to. Part of the appeal for these tubs is that they are a very short drive from Mammoth, which is an incredibly busy resort town in the summer and the winter. So following signs from Mammoth for Whitmore Recreation Area, you travel eight miles south on Highway 395 and then make a sharp left turn from the freeway when you see the Green Church on your left. I think the road is called Benton Crossing, but we just call it Green Church Road. (laughs) I don't know what we'll do if they ever decide to take down the Green Church. We won't be able to find it anymore. (coughs) I think an appropriate place to start here is where I sat in my first communal tub after a night of dancing at the mobile. Officially, it's called Crowley Hot Tub, but it is widely known as Wild Willies. I haven't been there for a while, mostly because it holds to its moniker wild willies is very easy to get to it's about five minutes on a dirt road off of the green church road which ends in a large parking lot and from there you just walk down a boardwalk all the way to the tub so take you straight there there are two tubs at this location and they can seat many people at a time Um, so you have a pretty good chance of finding a spot right away Um, be warned however because i feel like i've really seen it all here Families, kids, naked old dudes, naked young dudes, bachelorette parties, uh, people imbibing in various substances, curious cows—you name it. It's all. It can all be found at Wild Willies. This can be a fun place if you're in the mood for it, but finding a spot in the tub can be difficult during busy times. Um, you're not really guaranteed any real estate, and people can get a little bit close sometimes. So if that makes your skin crawl kind of like it does mine then I don't know maybe avoid the popular times uh, and those times are anywhere from late afternoon to midnight <laughs> in the summer so pretty much the time that anyone would want to sit in a hot tub now there's no camping allowed at the tubs but again plenty of free camping in the surrounding area um, there's a lot of BLM land and national forest that surrounds this area So not far from Wild Willies, and actually this is um, a place that you get to before you get to Wild Willies, is a place called Polky's Pool or Hilltop. And it's called Hilltop because it sits on top of a little hill. (laughs) So this is a tiny tub, tiny, and every time I've been there, there has been someone that has beaten me to it. So I've actually never sat in Hilltop. Um, In general, I would recommend letting the people that are in the tub enjoy their time before getting in because it is pretty small. It's very intimate and it can only really seat a couple of people comfortably at a time. Still, it is a beautiful tub. And if you get there at the right time, you're in for a real genuine Sierra Nevada experience like no other. The views from there are just amazing. Maybe if you get there at like 6 a.m., you'll have a pretty good chance of having it to yourself. Maybe not, though. I don't know. I haven't tried it at that hour. So let me know. But if you don't want to fight the crowds for free space in the public tubs in the Long Valley Caldera, you have the option of renting your own hot spring at the Historic Inn at Benton Hot Springs. Benton Hot Springs has 12 sites for tents or RVs with private tubs, fire pits, and barbecue grills. The sites are well-maintained. They have trees and privacy fences to allow for your own ideal hot tub experience. They also offer houses for rent, bungalows and rooms and suites that look amazing, and they all, they have their own private private. private tubs and amenities, and the whole place just has outstanding views of the White Mountains. This would be the best experience, in my opinion, at my age now, (laughs) especially, especially if you're trying to impress that special someone. I actually learned about Benton Hot Springs from an ex-boyfriend. Now, he didn't take me there. He took a previous (laughs) ex-girlfriend. I probably, I probably should have given him a hard time about that. Yeah, it was great, he said. <laughs> Can we go there? No. <laughs> I kid, of course. Um, so yes, yeah, a good place to take if you're trying to impress that special someone. Uh, this would also be a great experience that I would love to have. And if the good folks at Benton Hot Springs are listening, yes, I'm definitely sending you a hint. If you can afford a little luxury, I say go for it. You won't have to battle children, cows, or any naked dudes for the perfect spot, unless that's your thing. I don't know. But if you're looking for something between a mud hole and a cow pasture and a private luxury experience, you can also head south to Big Pine, home of the Keogh Hot Springs. Now, this is a large public pool. It's like a swimming pool um, with hot springs or with hot water from the spring piped into it. They also have a campground right next door that I think that you get access to the pool if you're staying in the campground. Honestly, I had no idea this place was here until last summer when I found, until this last summer, actually, when I found a little baby bird and uh, and I had to take it to Keough Hot Springs area because there is a wildlife rescue facility located in the campground. So... By the way, um, if you're looking for a really great organization to support, I highly recommend them. They're called Wild Care Eastern Sierra or Eastern Sierra Wild Care. I'll, sa- I'll have a link in the show notes for them. They are a phenomenal group and they recuperate wild and injured animals. Um, they're a nonprofit and they will also help you figure out what to do when you find a baby bird out of its nest. And They took my little baby bird, it was a little swallow, and um, took care of him for me, <laughs> which was good because I have no idea what to do. With baby birds, all the baby birds that I tried to rescue, uh, <clears throat> I won't go into that. But anyway, anyway, Keough Hot Springs is the largest naturally fed pool in the Sierra Nevada. Uh, and it was established, it's, it's been there for a while. It was established in 1919 by Philip Keough, who had a vision for a health resort. Uh, and that was a pretty popular trend around the turn of the century up until the 1920s. Um, For a long time, Kew was one of the most well-visited and respected social institutions of the area, which is kind of funny because it's sort of out there in the middle of nowhere. Locals from all over the region would gather there for barbecues and holidays. They had a lot of like Fourth of July and Memorial Day celebration barbecues there. So that sounds pretty nice to me. You get your community together and go have a barbecue and then go sit in some hot springs. Oof, What's better than that? While researching this episode, I actually learned that my dad had been there when he was in high school. So like 100 years ago, back when they founded it, (laughs) he he was actually showing his steers at the the Mule Days. uh, I don't know what that is like. It's like a sort of like a fair, I guess, in Bishop. Um, And he got a group of his friends together to visit the pool one night. And I asked him what he thought of it. And he said he didn't remember, but that it was a good way to get the girls into bikinis. (laughs) Today, you can purchase a day-use pass for the pool um, if you're not staying at the campground, um, but the camping options are there for tents and RVs as well. Whatever experiences you prefer, you are sure to reap many rewards when visiting the hot springs in the eastern Sierra. Hot springs are infused with the minerals of the earth, and they contain calcium, magnesium, silica, lithium, and radium. Think of taking a dip in a hot spring as taking a multivitamin for your skin, like you need another reason. (laughs) to get into those pools. Soaking in springs has been shown to reduce symptoms of eczema to clear nasal congestion. It improves circulation, offers relief from swollen joints, arthritis, muscle fatigue, and soreness. So the next time you're in Yosemite or the Eastern Sierra, consider checking out some of our local hot springs. Even if you have to find a naked dude for a primo spot, it's worth the endeavor. Besides, it's a naked dude. How hard is he going to fight back? I'm kidding, of course. Don't don't fight the naked dude just sit back relax and let the magic of the warm medicine water wash your stress away i want to thank you for listening to this episode of little yo pod if you like this podcast please rate review and subscribe so you never miss a future episode If you'd like to contact me with any questions or comments, you can email me at littleyopod at gmail.com. And you can follow the Little Yopod Facebook page for updates as well as photos and other resources for Little Yopod, the Sierra Nevada Mountains, and Yosemite National Park. This week, I'll be including links to resources for the hot springs of the Sierra Nevada. Believe it or not, there are many, many more hot springs to explore than what was covered in today's episode. So check it out and check out the links for the Inn at Benton Hot Springs and Keough Hot Springs to plan your next adventure. And again, I will also include a link to WildCare Eastern Sierra if you want to do a good deed and toss a donation to a very worthy cause. This week's travel tip, the rise in popularity and ease of access for the Eastern Sierra Hot Springs may, well, is largely attributed to something called geotagging. This is when you upload a photo to Instagram or another social media website and uh, it adds your location to the photo. You can help protect lesser known places by opting not to geotag your photos and skipping the add location feature when uploading. Opting not to use geotagging features will ensure that wild places will be kept wild for yourself and other visitors who choose to recreate responsibly and prefer to keep some special places secret for as long as possible. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of Little Yo Pod. I'm Laura Jackson. Thanks for listening and have a beautiful day. My cat just stepped on my computer. That's why we have to lock the cat outside when we're recording. Ah, that darn cat.